0: This is the Epilogue Audio Experience.
1: Why do we fear AI taking over regular chores? What are some perspectives and thoughts that women bring to the table with respect to AI and technology? Hello, and welcome to the Wonder Women series of Voice of Achievers with me, Yashika. Our Wonder Woman today is Ms. Swati Jain, one of the top. 11 women AI leaders in India, according to Analytics Magazine. Ms. Swati Jain is the Vice President, Decision Analytics at EXL Service, where she leads a dynamic team of data scientists and AI and ML professionals impacting marketing, risk management and operations of several Fortune 500 organizations. Ms. Jane comes with a rich experience of over 20 years in research analytics and consulting across sectors including financial services, retail, healthcare, pharma, and logistics. She's worked with organizations like Cognizant Technologies and Ernst Young in the past. She's co authored multiple white papers and conducted several sessions on data science and analytics. She was recognized among The top 21 women in India by India AI and among the 50 most influential AI leaders in India in 2021 by Analytics India. Now, she believes in supporting and helping women to thrive in the workplace and find their voices, especially those working within the realm of STEM. So happy to have you on the show. Thank you so much, Yashika. It's my pleasure too you know uh, when you were picking a career choice it began with racing economics and then eventually transforming into a technology and ai professional at that point in time a distant dream and today you're among the top 11 women ai leaders similarly tell us you know for those who are pursuing an ai course today 20 years later this may not be a thing at all there may be something completely different what is it with respect to preparedness that one needs to have and
0: how do you plan your career moves sure yashika yeah, so i'll tell you means when it takes me down the memory lane right your career planning i think begins very much from your childhood when your uh, uncles and aunts and your Parents inspire you. I think the first thing around choosing a career, I would say is reflect within. Reflect within what you want to do. If you just close your eyes and visualize yourself few years down the line, many years down the line, you will come to see what you really want to be. But then you also get influenced what, what, by what the outside world is telling mm-hmm. you. One is your within outside. Sometimes the outside wins, sometimes the inside wins, and you learn your lessons along the way. Right. Maybe there was a little lack of clarity or little lack of guts. I always wanted to do something which means economics as a subject fascinated me. You have to, you have to do what your heart desires. There might be ten things good in this earth, but you, you have to what is good for you you know the best and you have to follow that path as uh, young professionals or young students we just get diverted but, oh this is the most happening thing in the society mm. right uh, so that should not be the case so that was a moment when I chose economics in my college and I was very clear over the years also many many choices also come to you yeah. right so do studying economics all these years because I studied in graduation, masters, and then also the PhD after my marriage, along with my job, along with carrying a child, along with relocating because of family reasons, and still continuing with my job. So all of this, but I did it with great amount of interest and passion, and I was enjoying every moment of it. Right. So I think that's that's number one. Second is also. The choices come to you you also realize over the period of time if you sit that what you like like for example when i w- was doing my master's in business economics i realized that i want to do something related more to content research analysis that time ai and ml was not so much it is before 20 years it was yes. 99 when i was doing right so i wanted so even though getting I was getting an opportunity to do something something in an organization which is everybody's dream company right. but I think I was very clear I don't want to keep co- calling people means at that point in time it was for me and I mean some people are very good at it and just enjoy it but for me I was very so I also I mean once I learned the lesson way back in my school days after 12 I, I followed that lesson all through. I said I will do what I like to do and not just if I'm getting a great company or whatever. So that was then I joined as a startup. The third thing, and I'm I'm only sharing these examples just to say that how you should look at your career. Means it has to come from within and you have to constantly reflect on yourself as well as you should hear on to others who matter around you, especially your mentors, your guides, your supervisors, your um, your uh, leaders in your organization, because they see you day in and day out and they can spot the leader in you or the professional in you. Second, I would also say that um, look at your career and preparedness for your career, specifically preparedness for your career. You know, I have seen in my experience that uh, Technical abilities and the the skills are very essential. But similar is the soft skills and the attributes you develop in yourself. Therefore, we say that hard work, uh, teamwork, collaboration, relationships, all of them matter. So all of these, I think that is career preparedness. Now you have to see if you really want to rise high and shine like a star, then focus on all the three. How
1: easy or difficult was it
0: to embrace something
1: within uh, the technology space, the upcoming technology space? Today, we know AI and ML the way they are. But sometime back, probably when you joined in, we didn't know how they would be. So, how do you prepare yourself for a career choice that doesn't exist at that point in time? Or that's more futuristic?
0: So, uh, yeshika frankly speaking, I would say, follow your heart and take life as it comes and you know uh, all this ai analytics so it was like analytics and then descriptive uh, diagnostic analytics came in and then predictive analytics came in and, and then uh, then it was um, prescriptive analytics, uh, even the operations research techniques and optimization techniques came in and then it was cognitive analytics or AI or ML and the way we call it and then NLP and deep learning and computer vision and all of this kept evolve- evolving. So it has been a journey. If I think in two thousand. Uh, two when in India, I mean, some of these companies like MarketRX, Inductis, MarketX, some of the analytics uh, offshoots mm. began to uh, emerge in India. Right. They set up their centers in India, and uh, at that point in time, uh, it was more of uh, more of certain tools and techniques like SAS was being used for statistical analysis, and all. so slowly and gradually as they started working each of these companies they moved from the descriptive part to predictive part to optimization and ROI calculations and all of that so it, this field kept on evolving okay people who people saw the journey It it is not like one can visualize what is going to come in 15-20 years yeah there's an idea but a person or especially the people who are a part of that journey right. may not have the experience to do that and everything right the the key lies in doing what you are doing very well yeah and then move forward take a step at a time do that thing well then get on to other things and then get on to other things so that is what I would say uh, means from a technology perspective means this is how I I progressed that uh, took one thing and also I feel lucky because my initial years were like in market research and all. So I feel lucky that I saw that whole spectrum and a strong base mm. before getting into the field of analytics like for me the beginning was also uh, from my PhD Mm. apart from my work because there was a lot of statistical analysis involved in my thesis right so I I did the entire uh, entire analysis on on the statistical packages and all which also gave me an entry to an analytics job interesting That also means from how do I enter from research to analytics because means of course I did not have a work experience but of course I mean I was in the junior years and anybody if I had worked in a PhD for analysis and also I could I could get that entry and as I got that entry I kept on moving one step at a time. Has it been hard being a woman in technology
1: as a society as a country in general
0: we end up boxing certain careers with certain genders no i don't think that it has been hard for me as a woman and frankly speaking if i as you were asking this question i was just thinking that as a woman isn't it even difficult to rise even without technology women in leadership overall right less than 20% women in yes, leadership overall I agree. right yes so, Even if overall it is the same ratio, then in technology also it is similar ratio. True. So it is not a thing that women can't uh, progress in technology or can't do as much in technology or it is scary for them in technology. I think it is again a myth and a social perception that women can't do as well in technology. Right. I have seen men who don't do as well in technology. Right, people are people are built differently. See, personally, Yashika, I lead big teams. I have uh, males, females in my team, right? And I see that uh, women are some women are phenomenal. Yes, they they far outpass the men mm. in uh, the technology in in the analytics AI ML space. Right. So it is just I think this uh, we we have to now change the way of thinking it is a perception and then women also give in to those perceptions right some sometimes they find it easier to move into other fields sometimes it is easier because of some flexibility coming in other fields right so i think some some of those things make but as an intellect as a as a capability factor I think they can do it all if they set their minds to it. Amazing.
1: Because you said that, you know, you lead big teams and teams with multiple members. Has it ever been a prejudice for you in terms of younger people looking at you from a different lens because you're a woman juggling multiple things?
0: So I would say that that that, uh, does happen Yeshika. Unconscious bias does exist in the society. Right. I would not say younger people looking at me. Right. I I don't feel it from the juniors because why not because see it's not that I am means there's anything of gender that comes in between work right right? it's also a thing if I say okay I have uh, means there's a lot of personal commitments and all then people may think but as Means As per my work, I've never been like that. Means The personal things it might be there, but they never come in the way of work, right? So I don't think younger people thinking, but overall unconscious bias exists. And especially, uh, especially I think when women has to grow up the ladder na? Mm. and when opportunities are given to that, then sometimes it does happen that that perception prevails and she has to struggle a little more right. to break the glass ceiling that is something which i have also felt that women have to struggle a little they have to prove a little more right to get that seat on the table yes that uh, that is there also like i have also seen in evaluations and all when we sit and and multiple people are evaluating so when when it's a woman who's being evaluated right and men who's being evaluated and the people who are evaluating yeah right are mostly men and maybe I have been part of those discussions right so what I see is that when it comes to a male members evaluation then uh, then people are pretty much okay he's good at this and means they they tend to understand the contribution very well hmm. when it comes to a female members uh, evaluation yeah means overall and especially evaluation in terms of promotion I'm talking about yes. then I feel that there's also a different way that men look at things, mm. right? So while as a woman, I might appreciate her contribution, yes, because maybe I look differently, I think differently, right? Uh, and that is the importance of diversity. Yes. But I feel that men do not naturally get onto those, those uh, attributes of women and those strengths of women that they get onto the table. They think in their own way and therefore they appreciate the contribution of men more than women right because it's a it's a way of thinking and therefore diversity is essential because even to grow women women are needed right because and that is why there's a lot of talk that women should be in policy making yes because then they can understand that what the 50 percent of this uh, of the population of this world Mm. can bring to the table if they get into the workforce, what does a woman actually bring to the table when it
1: comes to technology and AI? You know, if you could just—I know them, maybe multiple things, but you know, if you could just highlight one or two that you have really seen.
0: I think, I think see, when it comes to technical skills now, uh, see, ultimately it is about, say, understanding the statistics or building a model or uh, doing NLP. I think uh, both. Men and women can do it. These are just skills, right? If you have to prepare food, it is not that a man cannot do as good as women. These are just, skills. but how you do it is the difference, right? Means they are not only uh, they don't only bring something extra to the table. I'll say they are indispensable. Okay. If you if you are say creating a model so in in ai ml we create models predictive models if you're creating a model to predict something and say suppose some of the aspects that go in that have gone in historically for something to happen Hmm. are not even considered in preparation of the model because a men male mind thinks in that way so they have left some important factors behind yeah, yeah. So even the results of the model will be impacted to that extent. If there's a truly diverse team, they can also think that okay, no, these things are also essential. Why are we not including this? And this will, and maybe the accuracy of the model increases. Yeah. So I would say that as far as the skill goes, and anyone can do it. If if they do it, it it is not a gender specific thing. Right. right. But as far as the is, a necessity goes, both are essential. So that is one. So What they bring to the table is that holistic perspective, which is very essential, without which, without which the, the accuracy may also be compromised in what we are doing. The quality will be compromised. Second is what they bring to the table is also means and certain things which I would just say that, but I would say that women, what they bring is an amazing amount of dedication. Mm. You know, I've Certain times, seen that men have been threatened by the dedication of women at times. Okay, <laughs> right? Yeah, that does happen for for women. If you see, means they'll means I have I have heard such comments sometimes in a jovial manner. Ki yaar, kahi space do, right? <laughs> okay. <laughs> So 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 that is that is I mean, the dedication of women is exemplary when it comes to if they are really dedicated right but i have seen that a little more in my experience with women uh, very very focused targeted and also yeah all these skills of collaboration teamwork relationships empathy exemplary in women. Means I, I can think if I talk about any of these examples, I can easily think of women that stand out on these. Can I think of men who stand out on these? I don't say that they don't have it, but that's standing out. I think women does that great. And you know, in technology, if you see technology projects that create an impact, or any project that you see around, right? These are big projects it is not that you are just creating a code or creating a software system or a tool ultimately it has to be implemented for the greater good of society and there the whole project management governance and everything comes in yeah and uh, and women contribute immensely to it okay means they are as essential. I would say that it is not about what they bring to the table. They are an essential part of it. They have to be an essential part of it. And then only those projects will be successful. Right?
1: Uh, you know, what What I really found interesting was a, was, a, was a comment you made. You made a statement saying, I'm really excited to see what AI can do when it's democratized. So tell us what will actually happen when AI is democratized because it's equally interesting and intriguing maybe
0: no no actually not means there's a, there's a lot about there've been talk over the past few years around ai democratization which which actually implies to say that today you know ai and I think uh, with with uh, so much of proliferation of uh, information, education, all of these webinars, podcasts, of here, I think people are getting to understand AI a little more. Right. Otherwise, it was like that fancy thing that only few folks can do it. But now, similarly, means it is it is being it is coming to uh, others as well. So, for example, in an organization. There's a lot of talk about uh, democratization of AI, that means the people who just do AI, it is not restricted to them. So it's a technical group of people who are creating AI models. Now what is happening is more more and more initiatives are being taken where it is uh, also being done by a little less technical or non-technical folks, wherein they can also uh, use the pre-built packages created by the technical folks, and leverage AI in the way they want within their system. Hmm. So, so for example, that like AI as a service, so basically, they are pre-built packages to do certain aspects of AI, and that can be leveraged, or there's ML operationalization, that right from the data sourcing stage, to the AI model built space and the implementation stage, there's a complete operationalization so that people who are not that technically savvy in every aspect can do it. Now, business imagine a business owner. He needs certain information from the data that is being produced. And then he has to wait for AI professionals to give it. If it is democratized, that business professional also will be able to just generate what he wants to do. And of course, there will be of course, some play of the technical people to enable the non-technical folks as well. But this will this will just enable uh, the society, the corporations at large, to enterprises at large to leverage the power of AI, and ultimately see what it can translate to. If we if we look at India, right. AI coming in the education sector, agriculture sector, healthcare sector, the country as such will grow. Right. I, I'm, just, I'm just waiting to see that for the dream of the $5 trillion Indian economy, how much is AI contributing to it, right? So it, it can contribute phenomenally. So democratization is the need of the hour and it will it is slowly happening and it will happen. And it will contribute significantly in the growth of our country that is that is hopeful because you're talking
1: about uh you know the future tell us some of the futuristic career opportunities that young people can look at within the technology ai ml space or the data science space because that's where you belong
0: so yashika traditionally if you see means the ai ml space if we begin uh it it is all about data like this year one of the biggest trend is uh, data engineers data engineering and data management means the whole whole thing around slicing and dicing the data storing the data understanding making data usable for people uh, for further analysis and also it, it begins with data engineering then uh, data data engineering data management data governance mm. then it comes to your uh, descriptive analytics what you do what what the data is saying why it, why something is happening visualizing it, seeing the results seeing what how it is impacting my organization then so people can be either in the data engineering space they can be in the analytics space they can be in the predictive modeling space, uh, creating predictive models which is like and it can go on to uh, leveraging computer vision nlp technologies deep uh, deep learning technologies machine learning technologies all of that mm. so this is one space having said that this is this is a typical data engineer a data scientist and an ai engineer ml engineer track right, right. and people can from a career perspective they can uh, take up career in core career in the analytics and space, ai space they can they can join corporations and in any role in any role in any sector right uh, again ai ml analytics will be into play means digital liter- literacy computational skills means i think are one of the core skills everybody should possess so all that will also help then people can also follow their passion like somebody is interested in music you can become a music AI engineer, right? Nice. Uh, what I mean by this is that you join companies like Spotify and delve a little more deeper into that, or you like gaming, or you like uh, theme parks and all. Uh, you you can do you can become uh, do AI and ML in those areas and all of that. So you can also choose your industry while continuing with these areas. So that I would say means then and then there's so much emerging of newer technologies, metaverse, and then blockchain, and right, all of these things, how they will emerge, of course, there will be a lot of AIML uh, analytics play out there, you know, this uh, I
1: will definitely end up working within the intersection of science and uh, art. And
0: again, this is again, something that we don't generally blend together. Again, you mentioned music over my career i have seen people from all of these institutes and people are just phenomenal yashika yeah, it is not so it is you know what is required is good training and mentoring if india if i think if india has to progress focus a lot on training the young people yeah or in areas where they, we want them to be where we where we think that India's growth can be propelled but can this blend and do you think that we that ye blend ho sakta hai, especially the stem realm and the arts real life to blend if you see isn't that arts don't take an art it's an it's a science to create a model it is an art to implement it yeah science कर कर implement Implementing, you know, like a big project to be implemented. We may have made big, big models, but a big project to be implemented needs stakeholder management, relationships, ensuring that people are aware about it. People are involved from the start. So everybody, big implementation, anybody would say means people will not pay attention. Okay, you might have built this model. We are not interested in implementing it. Say suppose the technology team builds it. The business team says that no, we are u- used to the old ways of working. We don't want to implement it. Then the whole effort goes waste. Yeah. It is an art to ensure that anything is a success. Yeah. So, so it goes. In the real world, both go together. Very interesting. Also,
1: I know that you are highly spiritual. Hai. Tell us your spirituality and spiritual intelligence and technology. blend How do you blend that in your career?
0: Well, I think uh, I blend that in our daily basis, you know, we have to take decisions, right? We have to take decisions on a daily basis about uh, whom to hire, how to appraise people, what attributes to see there how to motivate people if somebody is not doing well. I think means any of these things, I think the way you approach, the way you think, even the practices within an organization, right? If if there's something, means are you looking at it from a spiritual perspective that, okay, if we do this, what will be the result versus, it? or if you just look at it like this, I think on a day-to-day basis, the spiritual intelligence comes in in play in play and i think what i can say yashika is that if artificial intelligence has to also succeed right spiritual intelligence at its base will make it faster accelerate the process because okay. because if we see if we have the spiritual intelligence then the whole talk about ethics in ai would be would be there right means the whole talk and the whole focus what it is it is the spiritual intelligence part of it right tell us what achievement means to you okay so um, achievement uh, see whatever you do it do it well do it with your 100% focus at the end of the day you should not ever regret second I would say use your time effectively use your time effectively be a part of the right networks uh, also also see where you can contribute and not only just gain right. so all of this because that gives internal satisfaction i think achievement is touching people's lives in a positive way lovely
1: to more women like you to more spiritual path women like you and cannot uh, be thankful enough thanks for being on the show
0: thank you so much Yashika. it was a pleasure to be here
1: Thanks for tuning in. Feel free to share your thoughts and feedback in the comment section. Do rate us on Apple Podcasts if you like the episode. Subscribe or hit follow Voice of Achievers on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Hubhopper, Spotify, GeoSavan, Ghana, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Send us an email on editor at voiceofachievers.com or find us on voiceofachievers.com to share guest suggestions or topics that you'd like us to cover. Don't forget to tune in next week again. Voice of Achievers on Epilogue Media.